Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing for pop culture, and then we talk about it, and I'm Sky. Uh, I'm Jake. Did you forget your lines? You don't have no, lines. I was, I, suppose I was reading you our Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you heard me do the thing, though. Yeah, but I was trying to figure out what something was. <laughs> you let me open the Twitter earlier. <laughs> Fair enough. Was it a series of rings that turns into brass knuckles? Because I get weird ads like that. Uh no, it was something you you posted. It was like a screenshot of a conversation we had. I got panicked and I got, went away from it, so I don't know where it's at now. <laughs> I I feel like that happened, but I don't know. Uh, who knows when it was from? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing. Makes it was just sense. enough to distract me. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, we're watching Pirates of Darkwater. Hell uh, yeah! And uh, this episode was weird. If yes. I remember correctly, yeah, it's been a minute since we actually watched it. There was so some here's what happened. Difficulties. I unplugged the thing before it saved to the memory card, and <laughs> we lost it. Yeah, it kind of just wiped because if you don't save it, it doesn't save. Apparently, you know, live and, and I, learn and get lost. Kick the thing out of the wall. But Sky on this week's the Weekly Planet, uh-huh. the same thing happened to them. So, oh yeah, yeah. They the second half of the show where the file was corrupted. Yeah. So they lost it and they had to re-record. Um, and they are they make much more money off their podcast than we do, and they're professionals. I mean, you could so, make like two to three dollars, and that's still significantly more money than we make off our podcast. That's true, but they make their living off of their podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm familiar. So they're they're like legit. Well, the one of them they still, still drives a train, though. It's a tram. Right. Which is different from a train how? I don't know, but um Australia. Slower? Yeah. But anyway, just so we, we feel better about ourselves. Well yeah, I mean it's bound to happen when you're using electronics and whatnot. Because anything could go wrong for any reason. For but a long right now time, I'm still I just recording. Had the worst luck so. with it. Uh but yeah, we're we're watching episode whatever number this is. The Pandawa. Who plague. knows? I think yeah. it's eighteen. That sounds like a number. <laughs> yep. <It> sure does. <laughs> Pandawa uh, is where monkey birds are from. Yeah. That is a fact that uh, I for- had forgotten. I delete this sort of thing from my... Well, actually, that's not true. I, <laughs> After editing, I kind of just flush my RAM and some of- a lot of the stuff gets uh, flushed with it. Yeah, but... Um, I got nothing... but (laughs) so we open up usually when we record uh it's sunday and i've drank a lot of soda and today it is uh monday and i've just come home from work so my brain don't work so good (laughs) yeah normally we record around three in the afternoon and not 10 o'clock at night (laughs) yeah daylight savings time oh god yes it's really like 11 yeah is it daylight save yeah daylight savings it's fall back spring ahead yeah. So wait, maybe it's more. Are like we nine. in daylight savings or are we out of it? I forget how. Well, that first works. of all, it's daylight saving, and yes, we are in it. I believe. Okay. I don't know when from which. I, but in any it's event, insane that it's still a thing. Everyone needs something to be mad at that isn't uh, government and other uh, stuff. Except this is the. It- this is the government. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like, oh, we fucked up and blew up a whole country, or we blew, invaded a country for oil, or whatever. Yeah, I it's guess more this is of just a, an old-timey uh, holdover. Yeah, from World War II. That they haven't gotten around to yet. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like like how Texas took forever to get rid of the dream, Jim Crow laws from their official state. Yeah. Or maybe it wasn't Texas, flag. but it was one of those states. One of those states. Uh, I would 100% vote for anyone, either party, if their entire platform was no more daylight saving time. We're get done. Rid- the sun comes up. Savings, when it comes we're up. getting rid of pennies. It's ludicrous we keep producing them. They're 
they're worth less than it takes to make them. I will vote for Trump in 2024 if he says no more daylight saving time. No more changing clocks. This is it. <laughs> Look, ever since I got a cell phone, it really hasn't been that big a deal to me because I don't have to know Ex- when it happens. Right, but it still happens and you're still sleepy for a day. <laughs> yeah, I'm always tired, though. Well, that's on you. You have no real thing going on ever. <laughs> you just stay up too late watching weird stuff on your phone. I go to bed at a re- I'm getting older. I'm going to bed at a more reasonable hour. And my body's actually cooperating. That's nice. I could go to bed whenever I want. Yeah, you could have done that even before you were a dad. Yeah. You know, if you just shave that mustache, you (laughs) you can go to sleep on command. You just need the power of a mustache. That's how you uh, fall asleep in a chair. (laughs) Yeah. And you wake up and your back hurts like hell. So anyway. We open up and it's for the first (laughs) time in like the whole series, it's not Bloth chasing the Wraith. Yeah. Uh, It's a storm. I mean, it's stormy. It's not raining currently, but it looks like it could. And we're at Octopon. And everybody's there, and I guess asleep at the moment. But Ren is out, pensively staring into the ocean, in front of the lighthouse. Luckily, because the because something's afoot. He's out there doing a whole Shakespearean soliloquy, and then all of a sudden, the uh, you know the necklace that's supposed to shine on uh, the treasures of rule and the treasures of rule only. I do. I am aware. Yes. Yeah. It shoots some light at uh, a hand sticking out of the water. Now, we did see the uh, the treasures, the remaining treasures, the ones that didn't get embedded in the wall. We saw them change shape. So maybe it's some sort of monster made out of gemstones or whatever. You think this monkey bird queen is a, a, mon- uh, a, a stone Yeah, maybe. Monster? If we hadn't met her before, I would think that. Yeah, naturally. Ren goes running to, like, he's standing on, like, a weird peninsula. Or I guess a dock would be more apt, but it's naturally occurring, so I guess it's more of a peninsula. He goes running down it, and Nidler comes over to the window and sees Ren. Um, from his perspective, commit suicide, because Ren just runs and jumps right off a cliff in water. If you lived in this world, you would too. Uh, I would have probably died from dysentery or something. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have made or, it out of infancy. It, seeing as how common slavery is in this world, I probably would have been <laughs> enslaved at some point yeah. also. Because you would have been a monkey bird. <laughs> Maybe. With your luck. No, I probably would have just been on the monkey bird island and I would have been enslaved just because I was <laughs> there at the wrong time. What if you were enslaved by the monkey birds? I mean, that doesn't seem like they're bad, but maybe. I feel like they're more likely to just kill on sight. Murderous monkey birds. Yeah. The ones without wings, I felt, were pretty murderous. Yeah, they were. But Ren didn't kill himself. Instead, he's uh, swimming out to go catch that hand that he saw in the in the ocean. He didn't grab yeah, a I... rope or a life preserver or anything. He just said, fuck it. He said, I grew up in this water world. I'm a strong swimmer. He swims out there, and he almost drowns. He gets, <laughs> he gets a lot of splashes to the face, uh, as though the ocean was his dick brother. Um... <laughs> And the monkey Brothers bird queen, love splashing. <laughs> they do when you have a pool, and and they know that you don't like it when you get splashed in the face. <laughs> you need to make sure that you never reveal your weaknesses to your family. It's true; they will exploit them harder than anyone else. <laughs> oh, I don't like this. Oh, you don't, do you? It's like fucking Lord Zed and Rita up on their moon tower. Oh, they don't enjoy this, eh? And then they turn it into your, they make a monster out of your most annoying thing. <laughs> For me, it would I guess it would have been a monster made out of mouth sounds. Uh, would have been Which, torturous. I feel like there was at least one big mouth monster. Oh, for sure. Uh it went inside of Tommy's tummy and made him eat a lot. Yeah, that there you go. I remember it distinctly because it was in fact just a big mouth monster. <laughs> um and Tommy ate a lot of sandwiches. They love sandwiches on that show. They're easy to procure, and they're not that expensive, so you can throw them in Bulk's face. (laughs) They're always, like, big cartoon sandwiches, though. Yeah. I feel like they're mostly, like, you know, six-foot party subs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm looking up the mouth monster. What did you Google? Power Rangers mouth monster? <laughs> no, that would not be specific enough. It'd be sexy, the results. No, if I wanted that, I'd go straight to deviant art. Oh, there he is. He's got a big tongue. It's pretty gross. He's got a bib, appropriately, and his <laughs> goggles uh, say hungry across them. <laughs> you know, lest you not understand. Yeah, what his deal is. But yeah, that dude made Tommy eat a lot of sandwiches. And I feel like... I want to say hot peppers or something got him out, but it, that was probably the pudgy pig that was, getting the Yeah, weapons. that was the pig. Yeah, that's upsetting. Yeah, he's just a big mouth man. I, now, will you buy a lightning collection of this? I I feel like he's not very high up on the list. But they're <laughs> at the rate they come out, they he, don't they do will a make lot one. of monsters. They do yet pretty sparse, really. It will happen, Sky. Yeah. And hopefully they'll release another Tommy where you can fit him inside his tummy. <laughs> I forgot why I brought that up, but <laughs> um, <laughs> it was it's it was the monster that Lord Zed was gonna make out of your mild annoyance. Right. But Ren <laughs> makes it out and he saves the monkey bird queen who flew this far and no further. She passed out a little and got waterlogged and fell. <laughs> Passed out a little. I mean, if you're flying across an ocean and pass out a little, it's a bad scene. Oh, yeah. We cut inside of the lighthouse, and Aya is sleeping in the... I, I, the stairwell? It seems to be like a common room. Yeah. Because I feel like they've hung out in this area before, but it also could have been the last time we watched this episode, and I'm forgetting Right, stuff. they do. they do hang out in this area later. Okay, that might be it then. And he wakes up because he hears screaming from Niddler. He's like, God damn it. I just wanted to sleep in a goddamn bed for once. You wouldn't let me get any whores. It's bad enough. Imagine living on a boat and then getting to sleep in a fucking regular bed after months of being on a boat. I bet that's the best fucking feeling in the world. It must be incredibly awesome to be in a place where, like, all of a sudden the fucking thing won't go sideways on you and you fall into a window (laughs) and then it flips the other way and you fall on the other side of the fucking window. I really like those videos that you see from inside of a ship. Yeah. So the so the camera's steady, and then yeah. suddenly the person just goes, whoop! It's fucking terrifying to me. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's why and I, they're well, always really calm about it. Yeah, this is just another day in their life, and it's like, you are living some sort of Sisyphean, or Sisyphean nightmare yeah. where you can't just go get cereal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, your life went sideways in a very literal sense, and it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I feel like on your ship, you eat a lot of stew, and that could go very poorly. You can't eat anything hot, that's for damn sure. (laughs) Oh no, my peas. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you're just eating chicken legs so you can hold on to them? I don't know. I... I... (laughs) Corn dogs? I I foods. They just take... Uh, baby food and fill up those camel packs that you put use for water. Oh, there you, you go, just, yeah. You just sip that all day. Full of cat food. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I has grabs his sword and he <laughs> goes to see what's happening. He's uh, not wearing a shirt this whole time, just so yeah. everyone can... Uh, Tula, however, is. She's wearing her full outfit. Dis- despite Sky's objections, she still is wearing a shirt. Well, I mean, it probably smells bad. Just from all the stuff they do, there's not like a washer dryer combo on that ship. That's true. And also, or in or in that lighthouse. Yeah, that yeah. I, there's probably a bucket with a washboard on it. Yeah, full like, lie. There's got to be another shirt in that lighthouse somewhere, or <laughs> where she can change and sleep comfortably. But uh, they come out, and they're like, "Hey." Uh, Nidler flies over and tells Tula that Ren's gonna die because he jumped off the fucking cliff and is killing himself. Uh, but instead, they're like, nah, he's probably fine. And they go find a rope and they toss it to Ren, who had no plan on how to get out. Sky, sometimes being a hero is not about plans. It's about heroes. Well, you know what they say on My Hero Academia is no. a true hero, their body will move before they can think about it and they'll just act. Yep, that's what's happening so, here. He's a My Hero Academia. Hero. What's his quirk? 
He's annoying. <laughs> That's not a very great or specific quirk, but... But here we are. But in any event, they get her out of the water. And they put her in Ayaz's bed, which is odd. Because there's got to be at least one more. And it feels weird that Ayaz would be like, yeah, you can take my bed. Just the, no- the phrase... The phrase, there's a monkey bird sleeping in my bed, feels like it's from a racist old fairy tale. <laughs> now it doesn't feel good to say monkey bird. <laughs> it never did. Yeah, it's not great. Nidler is at her side, consoling her as she, I don't know, dies. <laughs> I mean, she's fine-ish. She doesn't. We don't see her die in this episode. Nidler asks, like, why did you come here? What? Why? What? Why did you fly across an ocean? I know it's not really that far, overall, but like you almost died. And she's like, "Well, there's a there's a pandemic." So, this oh, is a cool. very topical yeah uh, episode. What What's awesome is she didn't come over here with a with a mask. She's a real bitch. <laughs> she's one of them. If she had a mask, she would just wear it under her chin, despite what the people on the plane are asking her to do. Yeah, it goes over your fucking nose, covers your mouth and nose. (laughs) Two and a half years into a pandemic, learn the fucking process, except now you don't have to do it anymore because fuck everything, right? Uh, You have to on a plane still. But yeah, she's like, there's a pandemic. Uh, There's a virus that's, you know, taking, killing monkey birds. She doesn't give him enough specifics. I will say that right up front. I don't know that she knows the specifics. She saw a lot of it and decided to go get help from an outside source. And yes, the, that's true. And her buddies back home know exactly what's happening. Feels weird that they wouldn't have told her. Yeah. And it feels even weirder that she just dipped without them. And Nidler is the only off-island monkey bird that she knows, huh? Uh, The only one that isn't enslaved. I guess... I guess that, I mean, don't sucks. know why she knew where to find him. It was very coincidental that they were in Octopon because I mean, we don't know how many other places she checked first. Well, it's a very small world. Yeah, she just <laughs> could have been literally everywhere. Down. Yeah, she said, "Oh, there they are." She doesn't feel great. It seems like, uh, maybe she's you know sick because she just fled a pandemic right away. Nidler's convinced that he needs to go and save everybody so what are you gonna do precisely you sir are no doctor <laughs> you fucked way too many melons to be a doctor of any repute you got my doctorate in fucking melons <laughs> but everybody else is like yeah i guess we'll go with the queen tries to get up but tula shoves her back in the bed and he's like nah it's fine we'll get it i guess i'll use my magic i can probably fix this Remember how I'm an ecomancer? I forget sometimes myself, but like I can probably <laughs> fix this. I mean, I guess someone's body is nature, so yeah, she should be able to heal stuff. She and that other guy fixed a whole island, if I remember right. Yeah, so what's a sexy monkey bird to her? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, it's sexy because it's pink. That's right. That's how we know it's a girl. Yeah, his <clears throat> eyelashes. <laughs> it's true. It only has a lower lip, so it can't be lipstick. <laughs> but, and it's it doesn't wear clothes, so it can't have a bow. <laughs> and to their credit, they didn't give it tits, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. That would have um, been too hot. <laughs> <laughs> which is unusual because she is sort of a mammal, so it would have been justified in giving her tits. Yeah. But they chose not to, which is restraint I respect. They did draw a big old cloaca on her, though. Oh, it's throbbing. It's disgusting. Yuck. So Nidler grabs Ren by the shoulders, and he's like, I guess we'll just fly across the ocean now. And Ren's like, I didn't assign to this! Yeah, right. Ren's always into whatever's happening. That's true. But, like, probably could have grabbed some supplies. Like, even some bandages. You don't know what you're flying into. He just brought his half sword. That's all he needs. Yeah, we'll, we'll scrounge the rest, I guess. So they fly to whatever this is, Pandua? Pan- Pandawa. Pandawa. And uh, they're walking through the Ewok village, and it's completely abandoned, uh, but the Nidler does recognize one hut. So they go to check that out. 
It's where uh, the old guy was from last time. Remember last time? Kinda. I wasn't asking. I remember there being an old guy. I don't. But I remember us talking about this older guy. Yeah. <laughs> from the last time we recorded this. It's yeah. still recording. I keep looking every 30 seconds. That's good. So they go to old guy's hut. And lo and behold, he's there. Uh, he's, he's, got a, he's got a cool the old guy And uh, the blue guy are there. Um, the old guy and the blue guy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know their names. What do you want from me? <laughs> I don't know them either anymore. So the reason Nidler was Kevin. so uh, eager to get here is because the egg of the next queen egg is in danger, oh, yeah. potentially. That is a huge plot point we forgot to mention. Yeah. Because they may, in fact, be like ants and only the queen lays the eggs, I guess. Yeah. And um, when, one of the most recent eggs was a queen, and if they don't make sure that it doesn't get smashed in et or whatever is happening here. Uh, I mean, or or it's just that she laid an egg and it will be the next queen on account of, you know, heritage. Like, everyone could have a baby, but not all of them would be the queen, you know? Well, then that throws off the whole her being a queen aunt off... Because all yeah, of the eggs like, come from her. It might not be an ant situation. It could be a bird situation. <laughs> but the ant situation makes so much more sense for some reason in my head. She's not laying like in a big cavern with a big fat grub butt <laughs> while everyone serves her. Because that's how I think ant queens work. It is. Okay. That's what I thought. Also queen bees. Yes. Uh, also termites. Anything with a hive mind. <laughs> also, the aliens from Alien. They got a big old fat-butted queen? Yep. She'll fuck your <laughs> shit right up. She's like just like a bigger version of one of the regular ones, though, right? Uh, yeah. Her, like, you know how their heads are normally, like, all smooth and long? Hers has yeah. more, like, of a plane and, like, it's spikier. And she's yes. much, much larger. I don't think I've ever seen an alien movie. Yeah? No, all I don't right. think so. I should like probably alien at least watch the Predator. first two. I'm yeah. not going to start there. <laughs> it's pretty self-contained. Kind of pretty I'm sure it sense. is, but I'm still not going to start there. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I'm sure you've heard the lore about how uh, nobody knew about the chestburster going into that scene filming. Yes. Except for the special effects crew, obviously. <laughs> it's one of those movies that I know a lot about but have never seen. Yeah. Just it's... based on picking things up. Yeah, and listening to a lot of podcasts and reading a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely worth a watch. Mm-hmm. The lady saves a kitty cat. That's all you know she's a good person. Oh, yeah. I should... Yeah, I'll get around to it. I'll get around to at least the first two at some point. Yeah, they wrote a book about how you should save kitty cats. I know, that's how you uh, show your guy's a good guy. That's right. So the old guy reveals where the, the egg probably is. It's in the uh, cave of the ancestors, if I recall. Something like that. As the the old guy and the, the blue guy are discussing what's happening, they're like, we are definitely being enslaved. Um, and also, there are monkey birds that are taken over and are also coming to attack us. And they're coming right now! Oh, fuck! So uh, they all hide. <laughs> they try to. Ren kind of just stands in a corner, and it doesn't go great for him. Yeah, Ren's Ren's the worst <laughs> at hide-and-seek. <laughs> he didn't even hide behind a curtain or anything. He just fucking stood there like a dingus. But the monkey birds grab Oldie Han, and they fly him away. And then a monkey bird shoves Ren out of a big gaping hole in one of the <laughs> tree forts. And he falls for a solid, I don't know, 20 seconds? I mean, if the commercials were still in here, it'd probably be two and a half minutes. That Yeah. Um, all of the monkey I do birds... wish these had the, I wish these had the commercials from when they were on. That would be rad as hell. Yeah, it would be better than the episode for sure. For sure, there would be some Ninja Turtle commercials in there. Fuck yeah, hell, hell yeah. Um, so maybe some Chef Boy IG shaped like a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> More than likely. So we know that the um, the monkey birds that have come are under a thrall because they only have white eyes. Like there's no pupils. Yeah. No color of any kind. Like, Nidler has uh, solid green eyes, but we know that he's 
like a sentient being because he has color in his eyes instead of just being solid white like a yes. zombie. But Ren is falling long enough to hit terminal velocity. <laughs> Nidler hops off and somehow gets under him. And while he's traveling at 240 miles <laughs> or he slams into Nidler and they're both fine. They just crash to the ground and it's, everything's fine. Bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on this magic world. Yeah, I'm calling bullshit on this place where uh, birds and monkeys are the same thing. That's right. And they can both speak and fly. Yeah, and kiss. <laughs> we haven't seen that, but probably. I I have. <laughs> I've drawn some stuff. In your fanfic? Yeah. Lot of me kissing Nidler. That's right. Nidler, after he and Ren get up from landing so rough, they're like, well... Wish we could have helped those other guys. And Ren's like, we we can still follow them. You don't have to give up completely, yeah. Nidler. <laughs> I do like where his head is. Fucking quitter. But they're being brought to they're the other to, side of the island from where the egg the, and the caves are. To the slave mines. That's right. We get there, and there's just a whole shit ton of melons just hanging out in front of the cave. Nothing suspicious here. Yeah, absolutely not. And also... um, if you can believe it, Nidler lacks self-control, and he just grabs one and starts slamming his face holes into it. Yeah. Well, you, if we know nothing, it's that Nidler is horny for melons. That's true. And I don't he, mean that in the horny for melons way that Sky is when uh, <laughs> by, like by by, like boobs. Is what, is what I was saying. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure what you were getting at. I wasn't I do, either. I do enjoy boobs. That is true. <laughs> But you only call them melons. That's right. Because you're a cool I, guy. Because I, <laughs> I am also a man uh, from late 1997, where that was the most popular way to say it. Yes. Any hoozle. <laughs> Ren and Nidler just walk into this cave. Uh, there's no guards. And they see a bunch of chains on the walls. And like Nidler just keeps slamming melons. As you'll do. Just like Sky likes to slip. Wait. I love to play the I'm bongos. I'm done. I'm done making Sky loves booby jokes because <laughs> what a weird. I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got him. <laughs> got his ass. <laughs> Taught him a thing or two. Yes. Uh. <laughs> uh, we should do more of these after work. <laughs> <laughs> We're both too tired. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> So <laughs> they continue wandering in, and they find a chamber where there's a bunch of uh, still free monkey birds, and we see a guy uh, bringing a bunch of melons to a smoking cauldron, and some other guy who looks like, I don't know, I, f I had a good analogy for what he looked like last time, and I just fucking can't remember it now, but it's under by terrific. Well, Sky, you're, you're audio recorded, so you can just edit that in. I didn't save it. Ah. Oh. Fuck. He is ugly. Yeah. He's terrified. He's ugly. he's no good. He, he looks got like a uh, weird like stocking cap that he looks like if uh somebody brutally mutilated a Hey Arnold character, the way his head's all shaped. He yeah, he looks like he has fetal alcohol syndrome. And his buddy's only got four fingers. But apparently As... this is the slave guy from the previous time that we fought the slave guy, and I do not remember this character design at all. Me either. But Apparently, their their current game is their Easter egg boiling melons with some sort of control potion, poison spell. Yes. So yep. it's not actually a virus of any kind, like uh, no, the Queen said poisoned it was. melons. That's right. Well, she's a stupid monkey bird. See, that sounds racist. <laughs> Goddamn monkey birds taking our jobs. <laughs> Edit all of this out. We can never run for any political office. <laughs> Man, it would be super easy to just clip out Monkey Bird and put something else horrible that we've said in there. <laughs> yeah. I've edited most of that out. But, but you kept it just in case I uh, I cross you. <laughs> That's right. I will ruin your yours or Katie's so, political aspirations. You have a you have a hard drive full of incriminating evidence. I mean, I had that before we started this podcast. That's incriminating against you, though. <laughs> Touche. It's got all your secrets. 
and your predilections. <laughs> anyway, they are boiling melons and poison. That's right. Like Easter eggs. Yeah. Vinegar's powerful. So they force feed the old one. Uh, Who is disgusting he... looking. Hey. Yeah. Right away, he is turned into a zombie. And you're like, oh, okay, so the melons are poison. I certainly know uh, a a melon horny monkey bird who willingly ate like four of them on the way in. So why wasn't he changed yet? And then we turned to Niddler and he's he's being overcome by murderous rage. I guess those weren't as fresh as these ones. I guess. It certainly seemed like a bait trap. Yeah. So uh, it seems to be like an ongoing thing where they have to continue to eat more of the poison to stay under control. So uh, the zombie monkey birds force feed a bunch of other monkey birds that are chained to the wall, making them zombies also. Because uh, the thought is one of these monkey birds knows where the egg is. And with the egg, they don't have to like chase down monkey birds. They can just breed them into slavery, which is awesome. Love love I, that. I and mean, it's ethic- show. ethically not great financially. Not a bad plan. <laughs> yes, these capitalists are wrong. Yes. Uh but then one of the coolest parts of the show, uh the guy who only has three fingers comes over and he's got a whip made out of a uh, an octopus tentacle. That's pretty cool. It really it really looks like a weird sex toy. It does. Just with its black handle and pink whip. I don't love that he's whipping at slaves and I but I do think it's kind of cool that it's an octopus tentacle. Scott, you just got to get past the fact that uh, slavery is bad like the rest of us. <laughs> nah. Just, just accept it. actively against it still. All right. But he goes over to a box and he picks up a shell and he's like, good thing we have this antidote. Don't know why we made it, but it'll definitely cure them all. Don't know why I'm announcing this out loud. <laughs> I guess that's my character. And uh, the new, the, the slave trade fellow is like, yeah. Maybe don't whip that around so much, guy. And he puts it back in the box. Meanwhile, Nidler has gone feral, and he grabs Ren by the throat. And we know he's evil because he's using a grumblier voice than normal. Yeah, and he's got spooky eyes. That's true. His eyes went fully white. He's he's fully Batman right now with his white (laughs) eyes and deep voice. Yeah, And Ren doesn't (laughs) get it right away. He just watched a bunch of them get force-fed melons. And watched Nidler slam through like six of them, but it doesn't get it till Nidler shoves him to the ground and he sees a half-eaten melon. He's like, "Oh, Ren! Oh, beans! Ren might be one of the dumbest characters we've come across in this show or in this podcast. Our he's podcast. not good at much. No, he can steer a boat sometimes. God damn, is he slow on the uptake? Context um, clues, pal. <laughs> if you pay even half attention." <laughs> and like retain the things that you're witnessing that would be great but Nidler grabs him and drags him into the main area where the slave guy slave trader fellow is like oh hey it's that guy uh, everybody get him and everybody does get him smart move Ren in order to get away does the thing that we've all been fantasizing about and he slams Nidler into a big rock <laughs> uh, knocking him out temporarily Meanwhile, the monkey birds are hucking spears at him and shit, and he picks up his unconscious body and runs away with it, until he gets whipped by an octopus tentacle whip, which may or may not stretch, I'm not really sure. It it seems to get longer. And it's Jim Cummings who's the octopus whip guy, in case you're wondering what Jim Cummings has been up to since the last time we saw him. In this show or in life? In this show. In in this show and our show. I'm sure in life he's doing much better than he was at this time. Yeah. We really should have kept track of uh, Jim Cummings' appearances and the things we watch. Man, he was wouldn't the it dog have been great Inhumans. to have Jim Cummings in the Inhumans? He's the dog. <laughs> it's not that other guy who's Nidler, whose name I don't remember. Welker? Frank Welker. That's it. They they would have gotten him to do the dog if he was in it. Yeah, you are correct. Yeah. If If they were going to get someone. Um, but instead, they probably just got dog sounds. They probably just went to a dog park and didn't even like pay anybody. Yeah. Added a lot of ambient noise dogs, out. Dogs can't join a union. That's true. 
Although that dog from Frasier is probably in SAG. Sky, that dog is long dead. Oh, for sure, but when he was alive. Yeah. He had a Screen Actors Guild card, I'm sure of it. Yeah, that dog probably was worth more than either of us ever will be. That dog probably owned a house, which is way above me. I own a house, but because my wife makes more money than me, so <laughs> she's basi- she's basically the dog from Frasier around here. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, man, I wish I was making wishbone money. I'd so- <laughs> It was on PBS. He wasn't making that kind of money. Yeah, but he was still a dog. The um, dog's name was Soccer. Was it? Yeah. I feel like there were at the, least three of those dogs. There, there was at least two. Because uh, it was soccer, I think originally, and then I think soccer's one of soccer's kids uh, uh, ended up being wishbone, you know, towards the end. Those dogs are all probably dead too. Oh, for sure. Uh, my sister is a teacher to children, and um, <laughs> I once got a text from her saying that uh, she was teaching Don Quixote, but her only frame of reference was a wishbone. And I was like, "Yeah, how else would you have learned it?" Yeah. Where else are you reading Don Quixote as a as a kid? <laughs> Why would you read Don Quixote as a kid? Yeah. He was just a man who needed medical help because he saw giants that were actually just windmills <laughs> and then had a freak out and I think killed himself in attacking Maybe? them. I don't remember because I don't think Wishbone would have told us that. <laughs> but anyway, Ren gets caught and he gets tied to the wall. Let's start a Wishbone podcast. Hell Yes. We'll call it What's the Story Wishbone. <laughs> what else would we call it? I don't know. Uh, here's a Wishbone podcast. It, we're not good at names. <laughs> so <laughs> they tie Ren up and they start demanding information from him. And they're like, where's the egg? He's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck you. How about it? <laughs> Riddle me this slave guy. Fuck you. <laughs> Eat my big fat cock. That's what he says. <laughs> So the the slave chater fella goes and he gets a slug and he says that it's going to hurt like a bitch and then he puts it on Ren's bicep and it does hurt like a bitch. Yeah, spicy slug. It drains your life force, I think? Something like that. It would make more sense for it to be blood, but it is in fact life force. Which is located in your bicep. Obviously. So while Ren is suffering for the plight of the... Uh, of the monkey birds, Nidler gets up. He's like, "I, I know where the thing is. I can bring you there. I can bring you there right now." Yeah. And Ren's like, "How come ah, no one asked it. me?" Damn it, Nidler! And then he kind of passes out because he's in pain because of the spicy slug. That's right. So uh, the monkey birds depart. They grab the guy, uh, and they all go fly to where the the egg is. Meanwhile, Tula Ayaz and uh, Queen Monkey Bird has arrived. Not sure. Yes, they have. What? I don't know what happened that's different and why she's okay now. But she, fuck you. She didn't. We'll she never took know. a nap. She <laughs> slept it off. <laughs> and they see Nidler flying at them, but they don't notice that his eyes are completely solid white. The queen recognizes something is amiss right away, but she doesn't really say anything other than to herself. She says, oh, he's got Batman eyes. He's bad. Yeah. So, white eyes usually means cool shit's going to go down. So they run away. The queen monkey bird doesn't fly for some reason. Everybody is swooping down and there's a a fight scene. The queen tries to throw her royalty around and tells them to stop because she's queen. Shockingly, it doesn't work. So Ayaz finally gets to work out some aggression and he punches a couple of monkey birds. And he runs over to just fucking stab the slave trader guy. But he gets sidetracked by fighting other monkey birds. They just got these shitty little sticks... With rocks on him, and his sword can't cut through him. Yeah, well, uh, you know, they're they're plot-relevant sticks. <laughs> sure. So they're powerful enough to sword. I guess. I don't know, so, man. <laughs> uh, the queen is like, oh, no, they're all affected by the plague. Uh, and Ayas and Tula grab her and run away. And it's like, this doesn't really seem to be a plague. Do you know what a plague is? This isn't it. Yeah, but it makes the title sound cooler when you say Pandawa Plague. It's true. It's got not that alliteration pen- that yeah, basically not- sold Marvel Comics. <laughs> not Pandawa uh, hypnotized monkey birds. Yeah. You could have said Pandawa Potion Plague. That would have made more sense. Yeah. 
Are so you- we cut back to the chamber where Ren's being strung up on the wall. He has grabbed his necklace in his teeth, and he shines it at the slug, and he shoots the slug with a laser beam, because that's a thing he can do now. Because fuck you, that's why. The powers of this necklace are definitely plot-relevant powers. <laughs> yeah, and then he shoots his ropes uh, with the laser beam, and nobody notices. So he uh, just goes over and he gets the box that had the antidote that they had no reason to produce and no reason to show him where it is, but he's got it now. So he squirts it at the monkey birds, because it's like a, a spiral seashell with a, a pump of some sort on it. It really looks like it's from the Flintstones. Uh, it looks a lot like I, I had a toy that was like a car that was completely smooth on the bottom and it had a compressive accordion style pump on it and you'd hit it and it would shoot him off real far. far and yeah. Fast. I have no I, idea what it's called, but that's the gist of it. Like you'd slam it and the car would shoot off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know what... I feel like there are several different examples of that from different things. Slam cars. Slammy cars. Uh, so he shoots some gas at these guys, and they um, come to seconds later. This potion is extremely fast a- fast acting, and the antidote is extremely fast acting. They done fucked up in making one of those too fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we only have 20 minutes. Yeah, and... I'll- why did they make an antidote? Why would you even make it? There's no reason for it. In case you forget and accidentally eat one of the poison melons. Right, but there was, it was a two-person operation. It'd be pretty easy to keep track of it. What? Not if you're dumb. That's fair. What if not, so, not if you're also <laughs> horny for melons. So they come to and they ask Ren what's happening, and he's gesturing with uh, shells in both hands. It's like, uh, you're all fucked. You, we gotta get to the caves where the, the egg is. Why don't you go around and spray the monkey birds in the face that have white eyes, I guess. It's a good plan. It's not a bad one. So we cut over to where Ayaz and Tula and Queen Monkey Bird are. They ran up to, the, like, a cliffside. I don't know why they're not just in dense forest, because it's more difficult for the monkey birds to fly there. Yeah. But, but instead, they just jump off the cliff, and they... S- uh, they like hide in the water underneath and the monkey birds are viciously stabbing into the water trying to murder them and for whatever reason without bodies the slave trader fellow is like yeah I'm satisfied this is fine they're probably dead so with that they fly away and wouldn't you know it there's another handy fucking plant that works exactly in the situation <laughs> that they needed it's a uh, lot it's... of gillyweed <laughs> floating around yeah, it's it's basically lily pads with the straw that you can breathe out of. What a weird world. Yeah, it's constantly trying to kill you and also keep you alive. There's like the weird parasites that go over your head completely that'll let you breathe. And yep. These, these weird tube plants that you can breathe through. It doesn't make sense. And also a slug that'll just eat your whole essence. <laughs> through your arm. <laughs> and like other slugs that you can throw at stuff and they'll like eat through sails ain't nothing makes sense it's like australia (laughs) no here's there's there's actually land australia is just a big mass of writhing spiders there's no land there i guess that's true but there's a kangaroo standing on that mass that's gonna kick you in the stomach you gotta make sure to cough at them otherwise they might kick you to death is that how you get a kangaroo to stop kicking you yeah, that's a, a a sound that a submissive kangaroo will make. Is they'll make like a cough sound. So if you cough at them, they'll take that as submission. So maybe they won't kick you to death. So oh, keep that in mind. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, just in case, because they got claws very... on their feet that will kick all of your, your. They'll take all your guts from the inside and make them outside. Because I got a very threatening vibe to to kangaroos. I feel. <laughs> They're just threatened by my whole vibe. Even though they look like jack demons. Yes. They're, threat- They're threatened by my doughy physique. Well, yeah, that's fair. How could anything yeah, this like- soft be alive still? It must be incredibly yeah. powerful. Yeah. Why does he smell like maple syrup? I want it. Whatever's inside of it. I'm going to tear his beard off and wear it as mine. <laughs> that's how kangaroos sound. Where it is a hat. Yeah. Yeah. So cough at him. I guess that's okay. And All right. Maybe try Punches to get behind them. The... They can't 
walk backwards. Uh, punch a shark in the nose, cough at a cough at a kangaroo. You got it. <laughs> That's right. And just if you see an if you see a cassowary, it's already too late. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you can see it, <laughs> if there isn't six inches of glass between you and it, it's too late. You done fucked up too bad. And then one of the kinds of bears you're supposed to run, one of them you're supposed to play dead, one of them it's too late. There's too many different kinds of bears. <laughs> one of them is run down a hill and they get too top heavy and tumble down it so you can make your escape. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I forget. I think it's brown bears. You run down a hill. Which one is cl- shimmy up a tree and throw sandwiches down to distract <laughs> it? I believe those are yogi bears. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Go to one it's of them a... Russian zoos where you can wave at a bear and it'll wave back <laughs> and throw him a marshmallow yeah, but... or something. Yeah, those those zoos don't have a moat between me and the bear. No, they've it's got like thin ass chicken wire. <laughs> yeah. Do you know about so Wojciech? We... What's that? Do you know about Wojciech, the bear that served in World War II? I don't think I do, Sky. He was part of the Polish uh, army. There was in World War II. There was a a troop in the Polish army who came across a young lad who had a bear in like a bag, and they traded uh, a pocket knife and some rations and stuff to the kid for the bear. <laughs> and uh, there came a point where the bear had grown up, more or less. Like he just grew up around people, so he was pretty chill with them. There came a point where they had to travel, but they couldn't get the bear onto the train or whatever uh so they officially enlisted him in the army as a private uh and so he would have a seat and they were able to move him with the company and uh at one point there was a uh the battalion or whatever he was with was in charge of like um rearming so they would like bring up ammunition and stuff and mm-hmm. there's a particularly bad battle and they needed more help, and the bear actually started carrying crates of ammunition, or so the stories go, uh, to where they needed to go. And then he, and- once the war was over, he retired to a uh, uh, a zoo where the the surviving members of the company would come and visit him and toss him cigarettes because he loved eating uh, lit cigarettes. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah. Well, different time. Yeah. Was he an attack bear like he like he was an animorph? No, he was he was more hmm. of a of <laughs> he was more of a mascot. And weirdly enough, he wasn't the only bear <laughs> in Poland's army. There was an instance where he met a different bear in a different company, and they had a pretty vicious fight. So they weren't allowed to intermingle anymore. Uh, I feel like all the times we've said monkey bird so far may be referring to Polish people. <laughs> That was not the case until just now. <laughs> but yeah, that's a real thing. That's uh yeah. his name was Wojciech. I'm sure I'm sure there's more than one podcast that I listen to that has covered that and <laughs> I just haven't gotten there. Yeah, I could check be. it out. But um but yeah, he was just they there's just a bunch of army folks wanted a bear and then they got it and it turned out just fine. So sometimes they're okay. <laughs> Apparently, there was once a like a, a Nazi spy that had snuck its way into it. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. They're not people. A Nazi spy who had snuck its way into the camp. But because Wojciech figured out how to work uh, the faucets in the showers and like hot showers, um, <laughs> the spy was hiding in uh, the, the showers and met a bear and did not survive the experience. So. <laughs> Wojciech is not spelled how I... Um... Would have yeah, guessed. it's spelled Polish, and yep. uh, they work on a whole other way than uh, yeah. my normal comprehension of the English language. That's a little fun fact for me to you. Yeah, it's a, it's a, that's a good one. Usually the things you say are terrible. <laughs> I know a lot of things. A lot of them are much more useless than that. That one's just <laughs> kind of a fun fact. Yeah, good job. And what's weird is he could tell the difference between lit and unlit cigarettes. <laughs> he preferred the lit ones. So anyway, Tula remembers that she has magic, so she uh, reaches out to the land and blows the winds, and she is the Avatar and Captain Planet, um, <laughs> and she like gives some cover so that the Monkey Bird Queen can fly Ayaz to a place and give trouble to the other 
the the controlled monkey birds so they could they had to fly slower because they're fighting against the tailwind. Meanwhile, Ren has been brought to the cave where the egg is. Uh, he is armed with his shitty broken sword and also the one of them shell guns. How um, in the world was he the first one to get here? I have no idea. Everyone else sucks at what they do. <laughs> I guess that's true. And he's not great at it either. Uh, but he finds the egg and it's already cracked. And he's like, ah, damn it. Uh, but he hears crying from uh, a monkey bird baby and he finds it on the other side. And it is large. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's so much bigger than like like compared to a regular monkey bird. <laughs> Yeah, the egg itself was very big, and the baby seems to be about the same size as Nidler, which is upsetting. Yeah. How fucking big is this thing gonna get? <laughs> but Ren picks it up, and uh, we know it's uh, a queen because it's got eyelashes, like we established earlier. It's got roughly the same color scheme as the uh, the previous queen. Tula ran out of magic juice, so she has to sit down for a minute, and we cut back over to uh, the slave trader guy. He's got just a, he's just a bad design. Yeah, I don't like it at all. It it doesn't like there's something weird. It's like his he's flat, he, so much more flat compared to the rest of the artwork and the yeah, character designs. He, he's got a weird perspective on his face at all times. Yeah. Not for me. It doesn't fit. Um, yeah, but Ren sees them coming and he stashes the monkey bird baby in a hole. And Nidler comes over to choke him some more. He's like, God damn it, Nidler. And he shoots him in the face with uh, some remember yourself gas. <laughs> Which, as we established, uh, works immediately. Yeah. So Nidler um, sees the baby. He's like, oh, okay. Well, great, actually. This is fine. But um, the, uh, the the slave trader guy is standing out there with an army of monkey. Why didn't you send them all in? Ren is one man. <laughs> It doesn't make sense, dude. We cut outside and we see uh, Nidler coming out holding the egg. Uh, it has been pieced back together, but the guy doesn't know that. But we do hear Queen yell, Oh no! Everything's terrible! Because she's not great. And Ayaz, she releases Ayaz and he f- falls to the ground. He's going to stab Nidler to death finally. <laughs> uh, but, but Nidler His dreams are come egg. true. Yeah, it cracks in half and rends inside it. And there's a solid five seconds while Ren makes a quip before anybody reacts. <laughs> you assholes need to move faster if you're going to get anything done. Surprise, bitches! And uh, Jim Cummings, this guy, uses his octopus tentacle whip to grab the shell thing out of his hand. Just not pay attention, Ren. Like, yeah. <laughs> situational awareness will go a long way, my guy. <laughs> Ayaz and Nidler get backed against a wall and they're fighting together. And Ayaz still is suspicious of Nidler. You know, understandably so. Yeah, it's no different than usual. Eventually, Nidler kind of wins over his trust and he goes and he saves the queen monkey bird. Um, And then he's, you know, readying himself to die for his queen. Uh, And Ayaz is being overrun with monkey birds because instead of stabbing them with his sword, he's not stabbing them. Ridiculous. And then Octopus Tentacle grabs Ren's shitty broken sword. And everything looks terrible except for uh, the old guy and the blue guy come back and they're hucking melons at everyone. But this time, the melons are, aren't poisoned with poisoned. They're poisoned with unpoisoned. Antidote is how that's they've usually been, referred to. They've been depoisoned. Because uh, no monkey bird has any self-control. When they got hit with melons, they just ate them immediately. Yeah. Uh, and they got unpoisoned. And then it just kind of continues on. A couple of them get hit in the head with melons. And instead of just going down like a sack of bricks like you would if you got hit with a melon, uh, <laughs> the melons just kind of pop like water balloons and they drink the juice and everything's fine. These melons have been boiled, so they're probably soft. Yeah, that's fair enough, I guess. Guy with four fingers and the slave trader guy realize that they are pretty much done here. So they go to escape and they grab the queen monkey bird baby. Who's still holding Ren's pendant? I don't know when she grabbed it, but she has that. So there's the you know. I guess fuck you, he I guess. left it in there for safekeeping for some reason. I don't know. Things look dire, and then Tula comes out of nowhere because remember how she got left behind because she got the you know tired. Well, she's fine now, and she kicks the slave trader guy in the back of the head, and he falls down, dropping the baby. And Whip Guy goes to whip her, but uh, 
Niddler runs over and just bites his whip in half. It's like, okay. okay. With his razor sharp monkey bird beak. Yeah, and lower fleshy regular fucking person teeth. Gross. I hate their lower lips. (laughs) Regular fucking flesh lips. Hate it. You you just hate it because you're not kissing it. (laughs) No, that's not it. Oh. Not from Niddler anyway. (laughs) Maybe Um, the queen. So Niddler grabbed the baby. The baby has the pendant. The other queen isn't dead. Everybody wins. And then the baby pulls on Ayaz's front ponytail. And Ayaz is like, fuck this baby, actually. You better be careful. That baby's going to imprint on him like in Twilight. And he's going <laughs> to have to fuck that baby. That's just the law of nature. Everybody knows it. <laughs> yeah. Well, look it up. And that's pretty much how it ends. With everybody pretty being much. saved and not taking their extreme re- revenge out on the slave trade. <laughs> I want to see those dudes dead. There are a few more episodes. Anything can happen. Yeah, I suppose. Coke. What? What was the most turtle-rific part? Don't give me that sass. The most turtle-rific part, Sky, was, I think, that cool octopus whip. It's a pretty good part. Yeah, I liked it when there was an octopus whip. Which, uh, underst- which you know, was a lot of the episode. Yeah. I just like the concept. It's neat. It makes sense. Yeah. And it's cool to see. In a show that doesn't make sense. <laughs> what do you think is the most turtle-rific part, Sky? I think it was pretty turtle-rific how they <laughs> kind of tricked us into thinking that Ren was just going to kill himself. No. <laughs> um, I, I think it was a pretty good plan to uh, catch the monkey birds by just Easter egg boiling them in, in potion. Oh yeah, them. take advantage of their weakness. Yeah, they, they may rule it. the skies, but you can <laughs> you can rule their tummies. <laughs> so it was a decent plan, and had those meddling kids not shown up, they yeah, gotten away with it. Um, who was the most likable or effective character? Can I say Voychek, that bear you told me about? <laughs> he wasn't technically in the episode we watched. Oh, but then yeah. I'll say the baby. You can then always I'll say the baby queen. I'll say the baby queen then, just to be okay. safe. She was pretty cute. Yeah. Even though she was incredibly big compared to everybody. But she didn't do anything stupid like anyone else. No, she or it everyone was else. literally her first day. Yeah. And she somehow managed to not fuck up. She's pretty stellar. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. Who who do you whatever uh, best person <laughs> What, you know how uh, it goes. I'm going to give it to Bluff for not being in this episode. Good for him. He did great. Yeah. Take a day off, man. You earned it, kind yeah. of. Sort of. It's just anytime I don't have to see your gross feet, I'm pretty thrilled. That is wonderful. Yeah. What did you do for a pop culture palate cleanse? Well, Sky, it's been like 100 days since we recorded an official episode last. So let me think. Um, most recently, uh, Katie and I watched Turning Red, which was a very good movie. It's the Pixar one about, it's about, it's about getting horny and periods and pandas. I had not heard about the horny. I mostly knew about the periods. It's an incredibly horny movie. Neat. It's about being a 13 year old girl and being horny and turning into a panda. I, oh, okay. I thought it was just when she got spooked. Uh, it's about uh, like having or l- a lot of emotions, but uh, you know the little girl is horny. So right. I'm really sorry I said horny so many times, especially so close to saying little girl. It's I mean it's what happened. Sometimes yeah. when you're 13, you're horny. <laughs> uh, also on the Roku channel, Sky, um, a new season of Reno 911 um, came out. I think nice. since the last time we recorded. So I watched about the first half of that season. It's called Reno 911 Defunded. And the overarching yeah. uh, theme is that they've been defunded and have less money than ever. <laughs> nice. Um, it's fine. It's Nothing's as good as those first four seasons of Reno 911. It's too far um, removed. It's been a long time. Yeah. Aren't but some they of the do... deputies who got burned up at the end of one of the seasons there? Yep. They're all there. Cool. Uh, some of them don't speak like uh, like Garcia's so far has been in scenes and just 
doesn't have lines. And uh, and Nisi Nash, he, he had quite a bit in the original. He was always paired up with Jonesy and they were doing stuff. Yeah. And Nisi Nash is clearly too busy to be in a lot of it. So they she has she's a lot of stuff claws. by herself. Yeah, she's in Claws and like a bunch of other things. So a lot of her stuff is like relegated to like the opening scene. And then she's in a lot of PSAs that they film. But not a lot sure. of uh, like... We're driving around all day stuff. Yeah, those things. There are probably other things. More than likely. Uh, yeah. Um, Katie's watching Alias currently, so I've seen more Alias than I ever thought I would. <laughs> That's a very early 2000s show if I've ever seen one. Old Sydney Bristow. Yeah. I haven't seen about... a single episode. <laughs> uh, you're not missing a whole it's Katie fun. loves it. Uh, what about you, Sky? Well, speaking of Jennifer Garner, I watched uh, the movie uh, with Ryan the Adam Project, Jennifer Garner, the Adam Project. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I was talking while I, you said it. Oh, I watched the first uh, ten minutes of it. I liked it. Uh, actually, technically, Katie was watching it, and she uh, had to go do something else, so she stopped it. Yeah. Um, I think it was less of a Jennifer Garner movie than she thought it was going to be. For sure. Because when she turned it on, quite a bit of it. She she turned it on. And I was like, oh, "What are you watching?" And she said, "That new Jennifer Garner movie." And I was like, oh. <laughs> "What movie is that?" And she started to explain it. And I was like, "You mean the Ryan Reynolds movie?" Yeah. She's like, "I guess so." And I was like, "This is a Ryan Reynolds movie that Jennifer Garner is in." Yeah. Not the other way around. <laughs> I didn't expect Mark Ruffalo to be in there because I knew nothing oh. about the film going in. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's it's the it's the suddenly thirty reunion. Yeah. I think you the thirteen going on thirty, but yeah. that's what they that's what they call thirteen going on thirty in Australia. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very cultural, Sky. Yeah, specifically to Australia, but whatever. <laughs> I really like Australia. It's very interesting. Everyone there is really funny. <laughs> Everyone you've been exposed to. Yes. <laughs> Probably most of them are just regular people. I would assume so. Law of averages and all that. Yeah. And some of them are probably just like eight koalas in a trench coat. Yeah. But that's probably at least one person here. But I liked it. It was good. Uh, the kid they got to play young Ryan Reynolds um, really was able to match his delivery, which is pretty weird. It In the little bit I saw, it was, he, he was pretty good. I don't know if this kid just watched a lot of Ryan Reynolds stuff or if Ryan worked with him or what, but like he really had his delivery. It was It was impressive. Maybe they just found a sassy kid. He was, in fact, yeah. quite sassy. They probably found him in a pizza place with another guy and a girl. <laughs> Maybe. They said, hey, we, we know. And Nathan Fillion. <laughs> was he? No, he was the boyfriend, not the other guy. Right. I yeah. could not tell you who the other guy was. I could picture him, I think. Oh, for sure. He could, looks like yeah. a guy. Yeah. From the late 90s. That, how, that was so... Long ago, how is Ryan Reynolds still a part of our life? <laughs> uh, same the same way Donald Faison and uh, Paul Rudd are. They are Donald timeless. Faison is not a part of our life the way uh, Ryan Reynolds is. Donald Faison that's is fair, not in. He but is he's not in a new Gold movie, now, and that's pretty cool. He's not in a new movie every every other week. People do not talk about him. He is not anywhere near Ryan Reynolds. Uh, but True, Paul but Rudd he hasn't aged. <laughs> Well, that is true, but Ryan Reynolds is definitely aged. He's just still relevant, and that's insane to me. <laughs> he's a good actor. He, he's, he's good at what he does. I don't love him. He was him, in a but... movie with Ben Kingsley. Where they what, switched what, bodies? What? I don't remember. I didn't see oh, it. Oh, okay. He's, he's in too many movies. You don't even know what's going on. Yeah. Like the bodyguards. Uh, Hitman's bodyguard and the yeah, Hitman's or, wife's bodyguard. Or that other one that uh, Netflix lied and said everyone watched this movie and no one watched it. Deep Six or something like that. No, it's a red something. Oh, the one with the rock and Gal Gadot? Yeah. Red listing? Something like that. I was going to watch it and then didn't. Right. You didn't. No one did. No one talked about that movie, and then Netflix said, <laughs> this is our most watched thing ever, and the entire internet went, I don't think it is. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. 
I mean, it's got the yeah, Rock probably. and Ryan Reynolds. They're great. I suppose so. But I'm sure there was other stuff, but yeah, it's been a minute. And, and there will be other stuff in the future. Nah, I'm not watching any more media. Oh, well. This is, this in, is it for in, me. In non-media related things, I gotta feed a baby, so. Yeah, we should probably wrap up. So that'll probably do it for this week. Thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, if you want, you can rate and review on whatever podcast app you do that on or not. It's totally up to you. Uh, if you do, I owe you one high five. Uh, you can follow the show at Fail Pop Culture with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. You can follow me on Match Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. I did all of that in one breath. I don't Good know if job, I do Sky. that every time. Thanks. You're going to pass out and hit your head. You live alone. You can't do that. <laughs> I... I'm afraid how long it'll take for somebody to find my corpse. Uh, it would, I think about it <laughs> at least once a week. It would be one week until I texted you and said, are we podcasting? And then when you didn't answer me, I'd probably be like, ah, I'll text him tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, I would probably contact your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it'd be at least a week. So about eight days, probably. <laughs> probably. But that's a comforting thing to think about. Anyway, thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Yay, we did it. Stay frosty, Uh, everyone. (laughs) Bye.